Hello guys, I thought of something so funny because I was trying to think of something to tell you guys and I thought of the story that happened to me when I was in beauty school or towards the end of my time in beauty school um, and it's just so funny because I was thinking about um, Nikki Glamour and she does a series called Pretty Petty, right? And I was like, oh my god, this was so petty, like what the fuck? So um, I'm going to tell you that story. Um, so go ahead and sit tight. I'll get to it. All right, so let me go ahead and um, put the cast of characters into place. So basically this takes place at um, over the course of a couple of months-ish, but it starts off at the beauty school at itself, then at this girl's house, my house, and then Lauren's house. But mainly who was there was Lauren a girl who we will be calling Shelly and myself, Lauren's brothers, who I'm going to call Dandy and DJ, and then, um, like, some minor side people in there was, like, Lauren's grandmother, and this is the year, like, my weird stalker guy. I forgot what I called him, but he came to that, too, but if you want to hear that story, um, go back and listen. So, basically, it's like he showed up, Shelly told him to, or Lauren or whoever told him to leave, and then he finally did. So, um, he, since he doesn't really have much to do with this set of the story or this part of the story and he didn't really interact with us much, I'm kind of just not going to talk about him much on here. So, um, just like, yeah. But I thought I'd throw that in there that he was there too, so that added a whole other layer to like everything that was going on. But I'm going to get into it now, so let's go ahead and get started. So I'll start um, with how I met Shelly. So when you start at the beauty school, you're in this thing called core. My class started and then about a, two weeks to a month later, her class started. So when I went out to the floor, she was just being a core baby. So I was already out there making friends and like everything else with other people. And then when she got to the floor, she had already known some of the people at the school that I just happened to know too. So I would kind of talk to her in passing, but I didn't really know her. Well, eventually there was one day where this one specific friend that we had in common wasn't there. So, um, we just kind of started like working next to each other and talking about it. Like, oh, I wonder where I'll say his name because he probably doesn't listen to me. I wonder where Matt is today. Like, he's not here. Like, I hope he's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. And so we just started talking and found out we had this mutual love of jackass and the dudesons and skateboarding and all this other kind of stuff. So we start talking about that and then start talking about, like, just life in general and realizing that we have a lot of stuff in common. Plus, she was, like, one of those people that her mom, even though, like, they they lived together. My parents were very much like, oh yeah, if you're under 18, or even if you're over 18, if you're in our house, you have to go by our rules. And I was barely 19. So I still was under the thing of like, you're in our house, you're under our rules, you're our kid basically. And her mom basically just let her run wild and do whatever she wanted. So I was just like, very much like, oh, like, can we hang out? Can I come to your house and hang out so I can do whatever I want? And nobody say anything to me, you know what I mean? But not only that, because of we were so similar, or I thought that we were, turns out we really weren't. Um, the more we talked and the more we had in common, the more we got along and the more things 
that I realized about her that I thought that I liked, which I later turned, found out were like her putting up a front, basically. <laughs> um, I wanted to introduce her to Lauren and DJ and Dandy and their dad and their grandma because like, oh my God, like she's like one of us. Like she, she would go great. Like it would be nice to have her come and hang out and just like have a group of us, like all hang out. Like it'll be awesome. We'll expand our group and just, that'll be all like, you know? So of course as time goes on and we're getting closer and we're talking a lot, we come up with this plan on that on New Year's Eve, I was already going to go to Gloria's house anyway. So I thought, you know, well, why don't, why don't you come with me? Like, if you're not going to go anywhere or do anything, like, come with me. It'll be awesome. Like, we'll all hang out. We'll have a wonderful time. And it'll go, it'll be awesome. It was not, but we'll get to that. All right. So go back to it's, um, December 31st, 2010. It's the middle of the morning. We're talking about, like, that night is going to be so fun. Like, we can't wait to go party. I'm excited because I was seeing a guy at the time. Let's call him Justin Bobby. I literally was only dating him because he would buy me alcohol. But, like, that's beside the point. Um, basically, her and I decide, you know what? Do you want to be at school today? And I said, no, I don't. And she's like, all right, I got this plan. So she goes off and she talks to a bunch of the instructors. And she comes back and she says, come on get your things like we're gonna leave like my mom is coming and I was like what are you talking about and she goes yeah I told them that I'm really sick but I told them if I leave you don't have a ride I'm your only way home so we're leaving like get your stuff we're gonna go so I'm like oh my god like we can just do this like we can just leave they're just letting us leave and she's like yeah they're just gonna let us go like they can't keep us here so I was like Woo, like half a day gone, like I don't have to be here no more, like woohoo because like if if you don't know, like if you didn't listen to the other episode, basically I hated it there. It was not what I wanted to be doing. It was something I felt basically like parts of it I did like, but all of it together I felt basically pressured into by a lot of different people. So I was just really unhappy because it's not where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing and I knew that I was just doing it so people would leave me alone basically and um so when I didn't have to be there I was just like so excited so her and I go and hide between these two neighboring buildings and wait for her mom so that they can't talk to us or say anything to us you know and her mom pulls up and tells us as soon as we get in their car like hey like I have some errands to run you're gonna go with me so we go to the Sorelis and we go grocery shopping and then we go back to their apartment and we're sitting there and I tell her get a bag together because we'll, you'll probably be staying the night like just saying so she gets her bag together she does her makeup or whatever she's gonna do and then her mom drops her off at my house where I get my bag together and I do my makeup and my hair and everything else and then my mom's ex-husband dropped us off at Lawrence which is where all of this, the real juicy shit, that's where all of it started at was this New Year's Eve party. Okay. So here's where things start kind of heating up a little bit. Um, we get there, everybody just kind of hangs out, waits for it to get dark, which it didn't take too long to do because we showed up at right before the sun went down basically so we're all hanging out listening to music and I had been seeing this guy I'll call him Justin Bobby just for this episode or whatever because I doubt I'll ever talk about him in this again um 
essentially, basically, I had been dating him. Basically, he would buy me alcohol. We'd hang out, make out, whatever. And then um, he would call me his girlfriend or whatever. And I would say that he was my boyfriend. But he kind of like the whole Greg thing where I just wanted to let him say he was my boyfriend until he took me to San Francisco. I had a problem back in the day. I didn't like want to be with people. But then I always be like, okay, even though I don't like you like that, sure, because you have something I want. Like, okay, fine. You know? But, um, him and I had been like, I guess he'd been upset at me and I did not know this, um, because he didn't really communicate it to me, but he, for the longest time, would not answer. So Shelly called him and went off on him because he started posting pictures of himself with another girl all over Facebook and not answering his phone. So Shelly called there and screamed at him for cheating on me and then hung up. And then from there, um, because I'd kind of also, if I don't know if I've mentioned this before too, me and Lauren's brother Dandy had also kind of had a thing. So I was kind of like juggling them both, like saying like, well, you're not my boyfriend and you're... You call me your girlfriend, but you're technically not my boyfriend. Like, being a little bit of a player, keeping my options open, you know, that whole deal. But to me, if I was going to wind up with either one of them, which I didn't, but if I was going to, I probably would have picked Dandy, to be honest with you. And for some reason, Shelly decided that she wanted Dandy. Like, he was, she was going for it. Like... They started getting super close that night, and I kept trying to, like, interrupt them and stop them, I think, partly because I felt like, you know, well, me and you kind of have a thing going. I've already got one guy who kind of cheated on me, like, don't you be a, an asshole, too. Like, don't do that. And this is the thing. I think they both knew about each other. They'd met each other. They'd hung out. Like, so they knew each other. They knew that I kind of liked both of them. So it wasn't like, you know... But I also kind of felt like, you just got here. Who the fuck are you, Shelly? Like, back off. Like, you don't know anything about him. You only know what I've told you about him, and which is that I basically like him. So, what the fuck? Like, you're supposed to be my friend. What the fuck? Um, anyways, but the reason I had to, like, also stop them is because she'd basically admitted to me that in every relationship she'd been in, because I kind of told her about, you know, because Greg hadn't happened yet. But I kind of told her about Justin Bobby and what was going on with him. And she basically admitted to me, like, most guys that she'd been with, she'd cheated on, that she'd sleep around a lot, and that she'd gotten an STD. So that part also really worried me because, you see, Dandy was a couple years younger than us. And I just thought, like, no, like, she's not the one, bro. Like, find someone better. Like, I get that you don't want to date me, but, like, find someone fucking better, not her. Like... Come on now. Anyways, um, but yeah, and then it, after I noticed them kind of doing all that stuff, then all of a sudden my weirdo stalker that I forgot what I named him. So um, I'll just call him Abe. Abe, or stalker, showed up at this point. So now I'm having to worry about you know, him being there and he's not interacting or talking to any of us and being super weird. And I'm also now trying to figure out how to get him out of there. And then DJ, the other brother who the whole time I knew he had a crush on me, but like Dandy, I guess, talked to me first and I talked back. So 
I don't know, but like he didn't leave my side the whole night because I think he could tell I was uncomfortable and I was upset. But Lauren and Dandy kind of took all over Shelly, and Shelly eventually, like in the end, I am glad though for this. Um, when we decided to try and go to sleep, her and Lauren are the ones who kind of were telling him, like, hey, we're all going to sleep. Like, what's up, Abe the stalker? You need to leave now because we're all going to sleep. So fucking leave and then he did so I I will admit that was good on them but then after he left everybody just went in the house Snooky was the ball all that shit and um Dandy Shelly Glarn all wound up staying all night up talking doing all that shit and DJ and I kind of went off in his room and just kind of did our own thing. And I think he could tell I was just, like, really upset and, like, didn't want to, like, you know what I mean? Didn't He was always the one that, like, if someone was upset or something was going on, he always, like, had everybody's back. Like, he was just that guy, like, if something was wrong, he would talk to you about it and try to, like, help you. So that was something about him that, so he basically had my back. Anyways, um... But the next day I woke up super, super early and I just left. I just dipped because I just dipped. It was, I left because this is the thing. I was supposed to give Shelly a ride home. And after everything that went down, I was tired. I wanted a space from all of them because I was very upset and hurt and angry over everything that had went on with the whole dandy situation. So I just left because... I don't want to give you a ride home, Shelly. You're a backstabbing bitch. And, Glorin, you're a backstabbing bitch, too, for basically taking, picking her over me, your bestie. And, Dandy, you're a cheating asshole. So, bye. Like, that that was my whole thought process there. So, I went home. Super early in the morning. So for that whole day, I didn't answer my phone. I just kind of like slept off and on, did my thing, thought a lot over what was happening. Like I couldn't get it out of my head. And I was like, do I even want to be friends with any of these people? Like, do I even belong in this group of friends anymore? Like, did I find my own replacement? What the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you? And then it dawns on me, like, I can be a petty ass bitch because I found these laxative packets. And, uh, it's going to get a lot worse than you think it's going to. Just, just sit tight. Um, but I found these laxative packets and then I started planning a thing. My plan originally didn't go as it started off or as I thought that it would. But the next day, which now we're at the second. So the next day I started, um, texting and texting both Glorin and Chelling, being like, Hey, we should have a sleepover. Like we're girls come over. Like, we're gonna like have a girls night and like hang out no guys like because New Year's Eve was super weird so why don't we just like have a redo basically and so both of them agreed and so the rest of the day goes by they showed up and basically when they showed up 
Shelly wouldn't stop talking about Dandy, which pissed me off. So I finally told her, like, what's the deal with you and him? Like, are you going to date him? Because you, I told you from the beginning that he was someone that I liked or whatever. And she was like, oh, no, I have no interest in him. Like, we mostly talk about how we both like you and how you're awesome and all this stuff. And I'm like, you're a motherfucking liar. Like, I didn't say that, but I, I was thinking you're a motherfucking liar because that's exactly what you're doing. And everybody's watching you fucking do it and not saying anything. But, um... So I said, can we just not talk about guys? Like, can we talk about, like, fun, funny shit and, like, have fun and not talk about guys or think about guys right now? Because I was starting to get pissed and I didn't think my plan would go through the way I thought it would if I got too pissed off. Well, we kind of started trying to do that and then, of course, every thing we did she would relate it back to fucking dandy so I finally just got really pissed and I said oh hey guys are we thirsty like I'm gonna go get us some drinks so I make my way out to the kitchen and we had a bottle of pink lemonade strawberry lemonade in the fridge so I poured Glor in a glass and I poured myself a glass and I got the pink lemonade flavored drink mix that was a la drink laxative mix whatever and uh the pink lemonade there was a raspberry, so the color was kind of different. Like, it was slightly more of a reddish pink than a, like, baby pink. So I could tell the difference. So when I went back into my room, I handed Lauren a strawberry lemonade. I handed myself a strawberry lemonade. And I told Shelly, hey, I know you like raspberry stuff, so I made you a raspberry lemonade because we ran out of strawberry lemonade. So here you are. And she told me how much she loved raspberry things and was like, thank you, this is so nice. Like, and just drank the whole glass, just the whole thing. She fucking downed it. I don't know if she thought it was because there was alcohol in there or something, because there wasn't. It was literally just fucking lemonade, but she downed the whole fucking thing, bitch. Like, it couldn't have gone over more perfect. But anyways, um, we continue talking everything goes on for about another hour and she keeps talking about fucking dandy and how her and him are going to go hang out and how her and him want to go to the movies and do this and that and so i'm basically like in my head thinking you just told me you don't want to date him and have no interest in him yet you're sitting here telling me how you guys are going to go on fucking dates fuck no so i start getting even madder so i pretend that you know i hear my parents calling me so i go out to the living room and i sit in there with them for a couple minutes and I don't say anything. I just kind of sit out there and both of my, both of my mom and her ex-husband are like looking at me like, what is up with you? Like, what's wrong with you? And they're all like, is, they want to ask me like, is everything okay in there? And I'm just like, yeah. And then I just start laughing and they're like, what? And I said, nothing, just nothing. And they're like, um, okay. Like, okay then. And I was just like, yeah. So I went back to my room and I just started lying straight to their faces and I said you know my parents have decided since they don't really know Shelly they're really uncomfortable with her spending the night so Shelly like you you just you need to leave like you have to leave and she just went red I've never seen her get so red I don't know if she was mad or if she was embarrassed but I kind of think she was mad because I told her like you know I can get my stepdad to give you a ride or something and she was just like no don't worry about it it's fine she got up and she grabbed her bag and she just took off and I watched her, I stuck my head out my door and I watched her run down the hall and run out the front door and I'm just like, bitch, <laughs> what? But after this, this is what I 
what happened. I told Gloran the whole thing, and Gloran just started laughing. And I started laughing, and then we spent the whole night basically making fun of her. Okay, I'm going to sit here and tell you straight up, like, I am a shitty person. Like, I will do shitty, petty stuff. Like, if you piss me off enough, and I feel like it, like, not now, I don't have the energy now, but back then, I was kind of a petty bitch. So, if you fucked with me, I would fuck with you back, and not in the nicest of ways. Um, This is pretty tame compared to what I've done to some people, but... Yeah... But yeah, we had our sleepover. Everything was great. Everything was fine. And we continue to, like, hang out and stuff and text and talk on the phone. I mean, yeah, everything was fine at this point. At least I thought so. So for about a month or two... Lauren and I did continue to hang out and text and talk on the phone. It wasn't as much as we had been because I guess at this point Dandy had started dating Shelly, like for real. And basically because Shelly decided she needed to be at their house every day and be around Dandy every second of every moment of every day so much that she even dropped out of fucking beauty school to do it. Um... That I just wasn't going over there because I not only didn't want to be around her, but she straight up told them, like, she's not going to be our friend anymore. She's not this and that and the other and blah, blah, blah. DJ really didn't care. DJ was just like, fuck you, bitch, whatever. Like, she's my friend. And uh, him and I still continue to talk and hang out occasionally. Same with Lauren. And Lauren and I, you know, didn't hang out or talk as much as we used to, but we still did. And... I told Lauren everything, like, that she admitted to cheating, that she admitted to having an STD and all this other stuff, and Lauren was like, yeah, I told, I told DJ too, and DJ was just like, yeah, but they both told me, which I kind of already knew, but they both kind of told me again, like, Dandy's one of those people that he has to learn the hard way, and the more you tell him not to do something, the harder he's going to push back and not listen to you and do it anyways, just to spite you because you told him no or you told him something he didn't want to hear, basically. And even though I knew that was true, I was trying to just look out for him, so it really didn't make me feel any better. But after about two months, everything kind of goes by, and one day, Gloren calls me. And you will never believe what she told me. So that whole time, I never found out if my, you know, my laxative revenge ever worked or anything. I never heard anything about it until this day when Lauren called me and she spilled all the tea. The first thing I'm going to tell you is, yes, it did work. So apparently, um, according to what Lauren told me, when Shelly stormed out of my house, she ran to a gas station and called her mom. As she was waiting for her mom to come and get her from said gas station, the laxatives hit and she spent over an hour in a dirty, disgusting gas station bathroom shitting her brains out, which serves her fucking right. You don't mess with people's shit, especially when they, when you're their quote unquote friend, um, and you go and date who they like, even though they told you not to, 
or asked you not to, you're not a real friend. So maybe you deserve what's coming to you. You know what I'm saying? And then secondly, she told me basically all the stuff she had told me before about how she was cool and this and that. And I told Lauren and them about her before I even took her over there to meet them. And she told me, you know, like from the time she got here, my grandma and dad both said she was fake, knew she was fake, was trying to warn us all that she was fake, even DJ and you, you even tried to warn us like after New Year's Eve when all that happened that she was fake and maybe get away from her. But, um, here's what happened. So about a month into their relationship, Dandy goes through her phone. I don't know how he got a hold of her phone, but he somehow was able to go through her phone and found that she'd sent a bunch of naked pictures to a bunch of different people, including some of her exes. And he got really upset and broke up with her. Um, he then later on, um, found out from one of his neighbors that they had slept together. And because of the neighbor, she now had an STD, which he got tested for and luckily did not have, but she now definitely did have one because the neighbor didn't have one before he slept with her. He only had it after he slept with her. So think about that for a minute. <laughs> um, and finally about a week or so after they quote unquote broke up, she called him crying about how she was pregnant and it was his kid. And then he brought up the neighbor and she was just like, Oh, that's all lies. Like I never slept with anybody when I was with you, blah, blah. blah. And he's like, but you sent naked pictures to people. So how do I know that that's not true? And she's like, but I didn't, I didn't. Well, eventually time goes on. And he of course has contact with her because he was trying to step up and be like, if it's my kid, then I'll take care of it. Whatever, you know, eventually it comes out that Guess what? She'd slept with a lot more people than the neighbor, and if you do the math with how far along she was and everything else that was going on, it didn't add up. Her and, D her and Dandy only slept together one time, and that was before she started sleeping around with everyone else, and the pregnancy wasn't old enough to be his. So... Yeah, basically they blacklisted this bitch after that because they were just like, clearly you're fucking crazy, like, get away from us. And I just went back to being my best friend's best friend again, and everything was right for the world, at least for that short little amount of time. <laughs> Basically, really don't get super close with people super fast. Like, when you get to know them and you start bringing them around, like, take your time. Take your time. And pick up on red flags. Pick up on what they say. Things that they tell you. Like, her telling me that she cheated and had STDs. And then the way she acted towards Dandy and I. Um, when she knew I was... I liked him and was telling her, please, like, don't just stay away from him, like, whatever. Like, just really, really pay attention to that kind of thing and maybe not have them around anymore if they're like that. And just remember, just because they say they have a lot in common with you and they say they're your best friend and they're close to you and all that, people lie all the time. It's really fucking easy to lie. And they could just be lying and manipulating you just to get whatever they want, which is what I feel is like what she did. She just kind of latched on to someone 
did her shit and basically tried to take over my life or replace me or whatever she thought the fuck she was doing. But we all saw how that worked out. Anyways, the world's crazy. Be careful out there. And now it's time for my outro. Like I always say, I love you. You're beautiful. And if I ever meet you in person, I will buy you tacos and touch your butts. Bye.